Game updates out the wazoo. Shinji Mikami decides that it takes one to leave Tango and all the games that are coming to Xbox Game Pass. This is your Sparkfast News update for March 7th, 2023. My name is Mark and I am joined as always by Spencer Spence. How you doing, bud? I am doing stressed, but I'm all right. <laughs> I was going to say, we definitely only had to do this intro one time. Yep. We've never had any other issues. We definitely don't have anything else going on in real life. We definitely are not playing a game for the show right now that is making us upset. None of that. Yeah, everything is great. Just, just everything great, you know? Everything's hunky-dory and or peachy keen. Yep, it's uh, perfect. Nothing is wrong in my world at all. Yeah. Uh, I'm lying, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even keep it straight. I don't, you I don't believe myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what makes everything better, Spence? Video games? Xbox Game Pass. Um, we've got a ton of news to talk about today. Um, starting primarily, the Megan Spur article just came out like an hour ago. Yay, so we got one. We got... I mean, here's the thing. Like, I think January was just a weird month. The holiday break is always weird. Yeah. But these Game Pass lists come out pretty consistently on the first and third Tuesday of the month. So mm -hmm. I think we just needed to get through the holidays and now we should be getting them consistently again. I think this is the third straight show where we've actually had a Megan Spur list. So yeah. we should be good for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think we're pretty uh, set. Yeah, or at least most of the rest of the year. And we've actually got a pretty banger list here. Um, so let's get right into it. First of all, before we get into the list that dropped today, we did have a couple games that... Uh, we didn't mention last time that are now out, so if you want to go check these out. Uh, Formula One 2022 came out on March 2nd for EA Play. It's a Formula One racing game. Codemasters made it. It's good. You check it out if you want. Um, and then the other one, probably the big game for the month. I This is something I've noticed that we've been talking about a lot lately, so I'm like doing a tracker in my notes now of like, what's the big game? Did it succeed? Why slash N, right? Right. Um, or was there a big game? This month's big game is undoubtedly Wolong Fallen Dynasty that came out on March 3rd for console cloud and PC. And if you check out the reviews on that bad boy, it is doing quite well. Um, obviously, a Souls-like, not Spencer and Ice Jam, so not something we're going to be talking about on the show a ton. But for the health of the Game Pass ecosystem, it's the big game of the month, and it looks like it's doing pretty well. And people seem to be into it. I've seen a lot of posts on Windows Central and whatnot talking about like guides and walkthrough stuff for Wolong, right? So we're about a year removed from Elden Ring. DLC's coming, but there's still an opportunity here for like Souls fans have a gap here, mm -hmm. right? Of like, here's a game you can play. I think Wolong is hitting at like just the right time for those folks uh, in between sort of, you know, Elden Ring DLCs and before Star Wars Jedi Survivor comes out, which is also a Souls-like game. Right, so if you're into this genre, it's coming out at the right time, um, and it looks like it's doing pretty well. Yeah, this feels like the like perfect spot of Elden Ring's DLC just got announced, so people are kind of excited about that again, and they're like, I've already played that, though. Maybe I should play this in the middle, and then I'll get a little bit of Elden Ring in right before the DLC comes out. So this kind of like like gives them a little bit of an appetizer before getting back into the, the giant main course that is Elden Ring. Right, exactly, yeah. Uh, and it doesn't seem like this game is, like, 
as gigantic as that game is. So, like, it's more of the traditional Souls-y kind of game. Yeah. So, you know, you can get through it in a reasonable amount of time. So, <laughs> looks like it's doing well. I'm glad that it's doing well. Um, so, if we look really quick at the Big Game Hunter Tracker, that's just what I've called it in my notes on my phone. <laughs> um, January, Hi-Fi Rush. Big success. February, Atomic Heart. We'll talk about that next week. But, undoubtedly, it's done well on Game Pass. It was the third most played game on Xbox last month according to True Achievements. Uh, and then Wo Long has reviewed quite well. So, like, you know, we'll talk about Atomic Heart next week, but in terms of success, people are playing the game, people are engaging with it, people are enjoying with it, we're three for three. Yeah. Yeah, and Which I'm, is all we can ask for. Yeah. And I'm definitely not surprised with, with Wo Long uh, Fallen Dynasty that people are hyped about it at all. Um, the The fans of those games are usually, like, chomping at the bits for more of those games so it definitely makes sense and then hi-fi rush was just sick dude like it was such a cool the best surprise drop i'm like you can't beat it that was so good yeah and for sure and then atomic heart was like we saw so much of it for so long and i think a lot of people were at the what the hell is this I need to find out what this is for myself when it came out. So that was a like big hype driver around that, right? Like, yeah, for sure. it got delayed a few times and we just saw all these crazy things happening in the trailer. So when it drops, people are like, this is on Game Pass. I don't have to pay extra for it. And I get to find out how wacky this is going to be or not wacky it is. Yeah, we're playing the hell out of this day one. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, when it comes with your subscription, there's no reason not to check it out, right? So... We talk constantly about we just want Game Pass to have one big game a month. So far in 2023, we're three for three. We've done the thing, right? Yeah, it's doing Um, good. And next month is Minecraft Legends. So the train keeps rolling, right? And then after Um, that's Redfall, right? Yeah. Yeah, Redfall's May. So we're likely going to easily hit five for five when we get to May. Like, unless Minecraft Legends is just an absolute disaster i have a hard time imagining redfall will be bad yeah um and i have a hard time imagining minecraft legends won't at least be fun right right like it may not be a a world-changing video game or anything but the minecraft games that they've been putting out outside of like regular minecraft have all been at least fun in some way or they have some they have a charm to them that people will absolutely at least try it right exactly um, so yeah, I mean, they're doing what we asked them to do and I, I couldn't be happier. A bunch of stuff is also coming to game pass. That's supplemental, supplemental to the main cause of one big game a month. Uh, let's get into this list here. Uh, this is the Megan Spur article that just came out today on the Xbox wire. Let's start with one that I'm very happy about. Guilty Gear Strive came out today for console and PC. This game was already available on Steam, on PlayStation, um, but it's now made its way over to Xbox. We had the uh, cross-platform play trial, what, a few weeks ago, I believe it was, and now it's here on Game Pass. This is a huge deal for the fighting game scene to be on all the major platforms now. Uh, because Strive is like the big game right now. Obviously, all that changes when Street Fighter Six comes out in in July, right? Right. Um, it will become, or I'm sorry, June. It's not June, July. It's June. 
Um, when Street Fighter VI comes out in June, obviously that changes everything. But for the last two years, Guilty Gear Strive has been the lead game of the fighting game community. It has the most attendance, the highest numbers uh, at events like Evo, CEO, Combo Breaker, things like this. Uh, to have the big game of the scene finally represented on all platforms, and it doesn't matter what platform you play it on, we, we have crossplay now. Like, the crossplay is launching with the Xbox launch of the game. Um, so now everyone can play everybody. It doesn't matter what console you're on. As long as you don't have a Nintendo Switch, you're good. Um, <laughs> which is usually the case. Yeah. Um, but this game, it could run on Switch, but it'd be tough. Um, it's the big game of the fighting game scene, and I'm super glad that it is on Xbox now. Yeah, and like, I feel like maybe this is just my thoughts on it and the way that I see it, but like, fighting games, especially outside of like the really big names like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, where even people who like aren't into fighting games have heard of them, it's a genre that's kind of tough to get into. It is. Um, like, anybody can pick it up and just button mash and probably goof around with their buddies for a night and have a little bit of fun. Um, right. But. To actually, like, get into it and see if you're going to dig these kind of games, like, it can be an investment. And then to to just realize, wow, I'm really bad at fighting games. Right. And uh, I don't think I want to learn. Right? Like, there could be people who pick it up and they're like, I don't think I care enough to put the time in to actually really learn the mechanics of this kind of game. And um, playing it for free on game pass i don't have that anymore right like i could download this go oh i'm really bad at this and i don't think i have the time to put into the mechanics of it i should probably move on but i didn't spend 60 bucks so i'm not mad right right exactly and i think yeah. that's perfect for these kind of games because it's it's good for a consumer standpoint but i think it's good for the community too because there are people who would be more interested in trying it now and maybe maybe being the next person that's like yeah i'm super into this i should learn this right exactly it is yet another gateway exactly for people to join the fighting game scene uh which is always good uh like i said this has been the big game in the fighting game genre for the last two years uh strive has been absolutely killing it it's still getting regular content support updates uh it has great net code it the game itself is really fun um, it is sort of the standard bearer right now for the current generation of fighting games. Again, all that changes when Street Fighter comes out in a couple of months, I'm sure. sure. But um, it has been the standard bearer for the current generation. Uh, and I'm super glad that it's finally on Xbox. You know, uh, Arc System Works hasn't published their stuff on Xbox basically for an entire console generation. Um, so to have, the, with the exception of uh, Dragon Ball, but that was published by Bandai Namco. Mm -hmm. right so like obviously bandai namco has a vested interest in being on everything right right um but as far as arc publishing their own stuff this is the first time they've been back to xbox basically since the xbox 360 generation um so glad to have them back glad to have them here glad they're on game pass uh i'm super stoked about this i am working on potentially um talking to some people in the fighting game scene and maybe doing a strive thing for the show we i haven't gotten anywhere yet we're just in the discussion phase sure um but we're we're it's something i'm talking about because i want to bring the love of the fighting game scene love is a strong term we hate everything 
But um, <laughs> the passion. Uh, I want to bring that the, the passion, passion, the love and passion of the fighting game genre uh, to Xbox and to Game Pass, and I'm very excited about Strive being here. Um, but that's not all. That's not all that's coming to Game Pass. Dead Space One and Two are already on Game Pass, but you can only play them on console and PC. Now you can play them on cloud. They're coming to cloud on March 9th. This makes sense given, like, you know, the remake just came out. You want to play the old ones? Hey, you can play them on your phone. Neat. Like, yeah. I don't have much else to say besides that, but that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not not a big deal. Bigger deal, Valheim is coming to console. Uh, Valheim has already been available on PC Game Pass, uh, but they announced the console version last year, I think during the fall, um, and it's now on its way, March 14th is the date for Valheim on console. Uh, have you played Valheim? Like, this is not a game I have touched. I am trying to remember. I feel like I did play part of this game at one point a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. This was something that, like, a publisher or... A PR company or something was reaching out to people that streamed and were like, Hey, do you want to check this game out? You can have it for free and some right. codes to play with your buddies. Um, and I feel like it was Valheim, but like, then it kind of went away and came back. Right. Is that what happened with Valheim? Like it, it came out and then it kind of like trickled off. And then they were like, we've dramatically changed the game. Am I, I remembering remember that being- right? I remember there being a big initial push on streamers for Valheim. Because, I mean, Valheim, basically, it's, you know, and this is super reductionist. But uh, it's Viking Minecraft, basically. Like, yeah, it's, it's a survival game. You yeah. Know, if you've a, played a survival a, game, you've played a survival yeah. game. It's a it's a Viking survival game. It's cool. It's a neat game. Um, but, yeah, I remember there being a big initial push on streamers. Uh, and then I don't remember anything beyond that. Um, so they've added a bunch of stuff to the game since then. And obviously it coming to console is cool. This is a game that kind of, I feel like it already had its moment in the sun, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's cool that it's coming, right? Like it's nice that it's on console and people can play it wherever they want to play it. You know, like not everybody has a gaming PC, so it's nice that it's coming to Xbox. Yeah. Especially something that's like, a not like super high end crazy graphics game, but it's, I mean, it's not like a weak game by any means. So it probably right. takes a fairly substantial PC to run. Right. Uh, I yeah. was not thinking of Valheim. I was thinking of a very similar game to Valheim that I played <laughs> like that. Um, but I mean, yeah, the, this isn't really my jam by any means, but I do feel like this is one of those games that, like you said, it's kind of had its moment in the sun, but it still has the dedicated people, right? right. The people who play Valheim still play valheim they play the hell out of it right because they've you know they've invested a lot of time into the things that they've built in the world that they're building and you know it kind of makes sense that you would keep playing it so now having it i mean on console seems just like a a good thing for people that like these games right uh and again you know we talk all the time about accessibility making sure as many things are on as many platforms as possible exactly people can get their hands on the thing and this is just another example of that yeah exactly Um, Speaking of getting your hands on things, um, that's basically what you do whenever you're trying to conquer the world. Sid Meier's Civilization Six. <laughs> Hell of a transition, Mark. You really nailed that one. Uh, coming to cloud, console, and PC 
Uh, that's dope. I didn't even think about Civ coming to Game Pass. That's tight. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, I didn't really expect this because Age of Empires, right? Like, right. Obviously, they're exactly. not the same game, but they are a fairly similar vein. So, like, right. It is kind of interesting to see it coming, which I think it's great, though, because a lot of people like these games, man. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I feel like... are big into Civ. Just yeah. like we said with uh, Guilty Gear, this is the way to get your buddy who's not into Civ to try it. Be like, look, man, you have Game Pass. It's not going to cost you anything extra. Play it with me for an evening, and then we'll we'll see if you like it. Right, exactly. I was just going to bring it up. Mallet Editor's in, the, in our live Twitch stream chat, which, by the way, you can watch this show live if you're watching this after the fact. Uh, we were literally talking two days ago about, hey, wouldn't it be fun to try Civ? And I was like, eh, okay, sure, I'll try Civ. You know, I'll wait for it to go on a sale at some point. I ain't got to wait anymore. Boom. We can try it. Here it is. Bada boom. There it is. Uh, coming out next week. So we can we can absolutely try it next week as long as the Steam and... Uh, Microsoft Store versions work together. As long yeah, as they do. that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I would think yeah, as they will. I would think so. But, I mean, we'll find out, right? And But, you know, if not, like, if you're starting a new game with someone, is there really that much stuff that, like, you would have, like, unlocked through playing on Steam that you couldn't just start a Game Pass version if you also have Game Pass? Yeah. As long as you're starting a new save anyway, right? Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. I've, I've not really played a lot of these games to know if, like, it unlocks specific stuff that you can use or anything like that as you go and really, you start new games. I don't know. I don't, I don't really Civ, think so. so. I don't really think so. I think it's more just, like, like there'd be DLC and stuff, obviously. Sure. But I don't think in terms of, like, the actual gameplay, I don't think that would matter that much. Well, there you go. Even if it doesn't work across, who cares? <laughs> as long as you right, both have Game exactly. Pass, it's not going to cost anybody th anything extra. Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Civ coming on March 16th. That's very cool. I I'm very glad that that's coming to Game Pass. That's a good one, personally, for me, that I will probably check out. Um, and then we got a couple games coming in the back half of the month. We'll probably talk more about these on uh, the show in two weeks' time. Uh, but I do want to mention them briefly because we do know about them. Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom The Prince's Edition. Hang on, I didn't bring a drink with me. Uh yeah, yeah. sheesh, dude. Oh, what a name. Oh, what a who okay. That's a hell um, of a name. That is a hell of a name. Uh March 21st, console and PC Nino Kuni 2. Uh with some added content, basically. Um Nino Kuni 2. I played the first Nino Kuni. It's a uh uh, monster collecting RPG with like a really cool like Studio Ghibli art style, right? So it's a cool game. Uh, I never played the second one. I don't know how much the second one has in common with the first one. I know with JRPGs, it's like, it's the second one in the franchise, but it's completely fucking different, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yeah, there's um, a 50-50 shot that it's the same gameplay or it's the exact opposite. Right, it's like, we just decided to keep the art style, and then everything else is fucking different. Um, I don't know if that's the case for Nino Kuni 2, I never played it. But uh, it's cool that it's here. Uh, I think Nino Kuni is a beautiful looking game, so I'm glad that uh, I get to look at pretty screenshots of it while I'm looking through Game Pass news. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, the art in these yeah. games is always really cool. Um, yeah. But I don't know that I want to play the game, but I want to look at the game. <laughs> yeah i mean it's basically yeah yeah it's basically 
Uh, and again, this is, I've been super reductionist on all these games today, but it's Studio Ghibli Pokemon. Like, it's a fine game. There's nothing wrong with it, but that's what it is. <laughs> like, so yeah. if you ain't got time for that, meh, whatever. Right? Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the last game that's coming to Game Pass in March, MLB The Show 23. It's sports season, y'all. Here's the sports game. This is, I think, the third year the show has been launching day and date on Game Pass, and dope. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like baseball, so I'm not going to play it. But everything that I've always understood is MLB The Show is like peak the baseball game to play. Yeah. So if you are into that, this is like a perfect get for you. Yeah. Basically, as long as um, you're not a super simulation guy, those people will play out of the park baseball and stare at spreadsheets all day. Right. Yeah. Um, everybody else will play the show. Um, so uh, it will be the show. I, it's been coming to Game Pass for a couple years now. I tried it the first year it came to Game Pass and really enjoyed it. Like it's a really well-made sports game. Right. Right. Um, I'm not a big baseball fan, so like it didn't hold my attention for a long time. Sure. But uh, the bit that I played of it, it's a really well-made sports game. It is such a breath of fresh air from the Maddens and NBA 2Ks and like all of these sports franchises that have sort of lost their way over the last console generation. Yeah. It's super refreshing to play a sports game that like you can tell that the people that make this shit love it and they want to improve it and make it better. Uh, the show has like easily the most substantial improvements year to year that I see in the sports game genre. Right. So like, I'm super glad that this game has been coming to game pass on a regular tick for a couple of years now. Uh, and it just keeps getting better. So until they get to the point of madden and nba 2k where they just keep where they just fuck it up um until we get to that point great i'm super glad that it's here yeah yeah and i like i'm glad that this game is still doing well because the mlb the show's been coming out on playstation for a lot longer than it's been hitting xbox day one um long so for them to still make a game that is good and is and like you even said you know you're not a baseball fan but when you played it, you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's a, a huge testament to say that this is an actually good game. <laughs> Cause right. like, if you don't exactly. like football and you pick up Madden, you're going to go, I still don't like football and I don't like Madden. <laughs> like, yeah. Madden it, sure is something else. They're not going to drag you in. Like I feel like they used to be able to back in the day. Right. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those, that are coming to game pass in march that's a good month that's a lot of games dude that's a pretty yeah. good month like it's a good a variety too yeah you've got woe long and guilty gear strive for your hardcore action games if you're into a more like simulation-y space uh civilization uh valheim for your survival games or niche you got a jrpg in there they've been really hammering on the jrpgs for the past like year or so uh and you've got your big sports game uh in fact two sports games with f1 yeah so like they covered all the bases, dude. Yeah, they covered a lot of stuff there, man. Yeah, this is a really good Game Pass list. Big thumbs up. Um, that's that's a lot of good stuff. Unfortunately, Spencer, sometimes we can't just add to Game Pass perpetually. If you just shove more games into Game Pass, it will eventually explode. 
right. like a seam will open up on the side of Game Pass and games will just shoot out into the void. Sure. Right? Um, that's I'd like to imagine Game Pass is like a giant balloon that like can anyway. <laughs> There's games leaving Game Pass. That was a very roundabout way to say games are leaving Game Pass. <laughs> 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 I was trying to find like a funny metaphorical thing, and then I just didn't fucking get there at all. Uh, games are leaving Game Pass. Uh, there's actually a couple of bummers on here. Um, so I'll start at the bottom, and we'll work our way up to the ones that suck. The ones here at the bottom are like, oh, okay, these are cool indie games, but like nobody's gonna be super sad that they're leaving. The Nonary games, Paradise Killer, Young Souls, Kentucky Route Zero and F1 2020 are all leaving Game Pass. Uh, I, I'm assuming you don't have much to say on any of those, because the big three are coming up. Um, no. Some of these I didn't, I've never even heard of before, to be honest with you. Bet. Okay. <laughs> uh, here are the big three that are leaving Game Pass this month. Goat Simulator, which is a bummer. That game had its moment in the sun. It was, it was It's a funny, goofy time. It was cool that it was on Game Pass. Undertale, which that's a big game. That's a big loss. Uh, and then Spencer, a game we played for the show. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is leaving Game Pass on March 15th. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, Undertale's huge. That is kind of a bummer. Yeah. And then is this the first show or first game we played for the show that's left? Have we kept track of that? I don't. I haven't kept track of we, that. We've had a few that have that have left Game Pass at this point. Gotcha. Um, we've had a we've had a handful, um, but Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is a game that we played for the show, and I think really well worth taking a step back and going to play real quick. It like if you have well, you have a week before it leaves Game Pass, you can mm -hmm. beat that game in a week, no problem, right? Yeah. So if you've got an opening right now, I would highly recommend going to play Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. The combat is a smidgen clunky. But I think the writing and the story of that game is, like, wildly good. Way better than I expected it to be. It, like, just missed my get best Game Pass games of 2022 list. It was, like, I think on my final list, it was, like, number seven, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it just missed the top five, so we didn't talk about it. But it was a very pleasant surprise. I thought that game was very, very good. Yeah, I I enjoyed a majority of that game. There were some things that I wasn't super into, but overall, it's still a fun game. Right. Yeah. I I had a good time with it. I'm sitting here looking back through our old episodes trying to figure out what other games have left. Firewatch is definitely left. Plague Tale Innocence is definitely left. Oh, yeah. That's still weird to me that that one left when it did. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure the gunk is gone. No, the gunk is still um, there. I saw it the gunk other day. The gunk is still there? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I think that's about it. So we've had a couple that have left Game Pass at this point. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so this is this is another one. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Go listen to our old episode on it if you want to know more about it. But I think that game is dope. Uh, and if you've got a spare week to play it, go play it now. Uh, also, it's it's going on sale 20% off. And it will probably go on sale even more because uh, Square Enix is trying to purge all their Marvel shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't they don't own the studios anymore, right? So it'll probably go on sale even cheaper at some point. Uh, I would definitely recommend going and picking that game up because that game slaps. Yeah, that game was fun. I, d I dig it. Yeah. Um, so that's the stuff that's leaving Game Pass. I think overall, we're getting more than we lost. But oh, the for stuff, sure. 
yeah, the stuff we're losing isn't like it. There's some months where it's just like there's stuff leaving Game Pass. I've literally never heard of any of these tight. We're good, right? Yeah, whatever. This one's more of a month of ah, this one hurts a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're getting good stuff in to replace it. So as long as we're keeping equilibrium, that's fine, man. Yeah, I think and I think that's going to happen. You know, there's going to be times yeah. where the bigger games are going to have to leave and it's going to be a bummer. But then we're going to look at it and go, but we got other cool stuff to play. So it is what it is. Right. Exactly. Uh, one of those cool games you can play is Hi-Fi Rush. But unfortunately, the executive producer of Hi-Fi Rush is leaving the Xbox family. We got news the other day on February 23rd. So, you know, a, a little over a week and a half ago, two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um. This is the direct quote from Bethesda. So this is the Bethesda side of the Xbox Game Studios world. We can confirm that Shinji Mikami has decided to leave Tango Gameworks in the coming months. We thank him for his work as a creative leader and a supportive mentor to young developers on the Evil Within franchise, Ghostwire Tokyo, and of course, Hi-Fi Rush. We wish Mikami-san well in the future and are excited by what lies ahead for the talented developers at Tango. So we talked about Shinji Mikami at length during the Hi-Fi Rush episode, uh, that he is sort of like the spiritual leader of Tango Gameworks, right? He's this like legendary developer. We're talking about the guy that created Resident Evil, the guy that created Devil May Cry, uh, was the director on several of the Phoenix Wright games over at Capcom uh, whenever he was still there. Like this is a big deal, historical, legendary developer uh, over in Japan that's unfortunately leaving the xbox family um obviously the first feeling you get whenever you know we talked about this whenever mike brown and the the team at playground left a couple weeks ago uh obviously whenever a very talented developer leaves your stable the first thing you feel is disappointment Mm -hmm. right like obviously it's a bummer but the fella had been there for 12 years you know that's a good long run as the head of a studio and when you sit and you look at it he did not direct Evil Within 2 directly. Mm-hmm. The same guy that developed high or that was the director on Hi-Fi Rush was the director of Evil Within 2. And then Ghostwire Tokyo was its own thing. Like he hardly had any involvement with that project at all. Yeah. Right. So if you really sit and think about it, for the last three, four years, Tango has been carried by its new young stable of developers anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? Shinji had become more of a figurehead type character, right? Um, So it's probably a good thing that these young developers, especially the folks that worked on Evil Within 2 and then Hi-Fi Rush, because those were kind of similar teams, um, that they get rewarded and are able to move up the track. And Shinji, who's done the thing, been there, done that. Uh, Whenever I was doing research for the Hi-Fi Rush episode... um, I read an article from December of 2020 that he was like, I think I've got about one more game left in me. And then I'm going to probably retire and move on. So he's, I mean, he says he wants to direct one more thing. Let him go wherever he wants and let him direct whatever his one more thing is. Yeah. Right. And then be good. Yeah. Um, so Chinji leaving, obviously a disappointment. Spencer, I'll let you, you know, say your piece. But yeah. I mean, that's, it's always a bummer when like a, a big name like this steps away from stuff. Right. Um, right. and wondering like, is that was hi-fi rush or like was the last thing that they did? Is that the last thing we get from them? And obviously in this case, it's not necessarily what's happening because 
you know, they've specifically said, I would like to do one more game. Right. And then that makes me go, what is this one more game going to be? Is this going to be some like wild resident evil type shit, like evil within crazy horror stuff that he's known for? Or is it going to be like, I'm going to go out on something that no one's ever going to expect. And now I'm just super curious what he's going to make next. Yeah. Exactly. Or or if he's done, right? Or, yeah, like, or I mean, is it like, you know, I'd like to do one more, but I'd also like to sit on my couch for a little bit, dude. I've worked hard. Right, right. Exactly. I've done a lot I mean, in my we, life. Yeah, we are talking about a legendary developer who has done a ton of shit, right? Right. So, like, I don't want to, like, if this is it, if this is it for Shinji Mikami, the dude has left an indelible impact on the industry. Oh, yeah. Right. Like we're talking again. I just want to say we're talking about the guy that made Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, like that alone. If he did nothing else, that is a huge impact on the industry. Yeah, right. You add on top, he did the first Devil May Cry game. He did all this other awesome stuff at Capcom, and then went to Tango, made his own company with Blackjack and Hookers, made the Evil Within, and then developed young talent. That's a great legacy right there. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, and it feels like it. Us being the players and the people who consume these video games, it feels it could almost be selfish of us to be like, he has to do one more thing, right? He has to do one more game, because like, what the hell else can we ask of this dude, right? Like, <laughs> right, right. You, you drop like one of the biggest franchises in video games right resident evil and then make more video games after that it's just like damn did a lot of stuff dude if you want to sit on your couch or by the pool and drink a mai tai you deserve it (laughs) you've earned it right exactly um so celebrating mikami's accomplishments aside um obviously it's weird to hear like the figurehead of the company is leaving uh if you're a fan of you know xbox bethesda xbox game studios stuff Mm -hmm. obviously that's there's a twinge of concern but like i said he hadn't actively directed a game since the first evil within yeah right it had been a while since he had actively directed a game um i'm excited to see tango stand on its own for a long time it had been like oh yeah this is shinji mikami studio yeah right now they have this very talented young team that just put out hi-fi rush that was by all metrics a smashing success oh yeah right huge huge game uh took over the the gaming space for a couple weeks like xbox doesn't have wins like that they just don't get that kind of equity in the thought space right right um i'm super excited to see what that team does now like now that mikami's not there and they don't have the legacy of Resident Evil to contend with every time they put out a game. Because mm-hmm. I do remember people being like, it's weird that Tango is making Hi-Fi Rush, right? Um, now that they don't have to contend with that legacy of, you know, Shinji's horror past, if they want to keep doing Evil Within, they can. Yeah. But now they're kind of free. Tango can do whatever it wants. It's not beholden to anyone's history or legacy, right? right? Like, Tango can now make whatever they want. And that's super exciting because, you know, Ghostwire Tokyo and Hi-Fi Rush fucking slapped. Those are good games. Yeah. So, yeah, super excited to see that young team. 
I liked both of those games, dude. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. So super exciting to see what that young team can do now in charge, now in a leadership position uh, over at Tango. So uh, mixed emotions. It's always mixed emotions when people, you know, at the company that you're covering news for when good people leave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Um, I said, it's a bummer. But at the same time, it's like you've done he's done so much for video games and made so many cool things that it's 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 kind of bittersweet, right? Like part of it's like, man really sucks that he's leaving but at the same time it's like man good for him you know what exactly you deserve the rest and the relaxation that you can now have i i absolutely agree with that so all the best to shinji uh and all the best to tango gameworks uh obviously we probably won't hear anything from tango for a couple of years at this point right like hi-fi rush just came out yeah so we probably unless they've got something in the hopper that was already in production we probably won't see anything else from tango for a couple of years at least Ghostwire Tokyo should probably be hitting Game Pass soon. It'll be soon, yeah. Um, Well, I would think. Yeah, it'll probably be soon. I I don't remember the exact date that game came out. I think that might have come out before Deathloop, though. It came out March 25th of 2022. Oh, okay. So that might be April. Yeah, so that might be, yeah. That would totally make sense. Game released worldwide yeah. March 25th, 2022 as a one-year timed exclusive for PS5 and Windows. So yeah. we're right on the cusp of that hitting Game Pass. Uh, right. Which obviously isn't a new game from the studio, but if you only have an Xbox, it'll be new content for you. Right. I haven't I haven't played Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm excited to give it a go once it finally comes to the service. Yeah. I, I just, dude, I'll be excited to play it again on Xbox. Hell yeah. Because I really liked yeah. it on Steam. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. That is, it, everything I've heard is that it's it's a super great game. So um, super excited to see what Tango has in the future. Speaking of the future, the future is now for Halo Infinite. Season 3. We we talked a couple months ago of 343 has to hit their dates. They have to hit their dates for the mid-season update. They have to hit their dates for Season 3. Spencer, today's the date. And it's coming out in like a couple hours. Yep. The The update is coming out 2 p.m. Eastern time. The launch of Halo Infinite Season 3 echoes within. Um, and again, bud, we, we've been bringing it up the last couple of times we've been bringing up Halo Infinite. Um, they need to hit their dates and the stuff needs to be good. They hit their dates and the stuff looks pretty good. Um, so let's talk about what's going on in season three of Halo Infinite, uh, mostly quality of life upgrades, uh, but we do have some new content here. Uh, we have three new maps. Hell yeah. Three new maps. Um, two arena maps, Chasm and Cliffhanger. Um, Chasm is a smaller map. Cliffhanger is a smaller than launch site, but one of the more larger size maps. Um, and then we have a big team battle map. Uh, that is directly related to Exile, which was the big team battle map from Halo 4. Uh, the new version of it is called Oasis. Um, so they're going to have a playlist that's dedicated to those arena maps, to the new stuff. Uh, they're also adding the uh, Forge playlist. So like they, they're doing like a curated like best of Forge playlist, basically. That's just like, here's all the cool shit from Forge. Check it out. Here's the playlist. Um we also have new game modes. Uh, Escalation Slayer is going to be the big one. 
Uh, there will be a free-for-all and team variant of Escalation Slayer. This is basically a remix of Gun Game, yeah. right? This is the classic gun game. Like, you kill a man, you get an upgrade to your gun. Whoever gets to the highest tier first wins, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm um, excited for that one. I really yeah. liked Gun Game. That was, like, one of my favorite game modes in Call of Duty. So seeing it officially coming to Halo is awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm super glad that's here. Um, couple of events coming in Season 3. Mindfall uh, is the sort of first event that's supposed to start uh, on March 7th. Uh, the second event will be a Fracture event. Uh, it's called Firewall. I don't think we've seen the armor, the new armor for Firewall. I don't know Not if it, I, know I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it anyway. Uh, so hopefully it looks cool. I've liked the Fracture armor so far, so I'll probably chase those a little bit. Uh, and there will be a third event called Sight Unseen uh, that is specified for an unspecified date later in the season. Um, and then last but not least, we have new weapons. The Bandit Rifle, which is... Um, I've heard people compare it visually to the Halo 4 DMR, mm -hmm. but yeah, say it it functions more like more just like a single shot pistol type weapon. Okay. Yeah. Looking it's, at it, it definitely looks similar to a DMR. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that ends up playing and feeling. And then we got a new equipment, the shroud screen, which is a smoke bomb basically. Yep. Like you can, you can shroud yourself and hide yourself from radar and from visual sight. Yeah. Um, that's a bunch of stuff. For Halo 3, or for Halo Infinite Season 3. Um, top line thoughts, Spence. Do you think they do you think they hit it? I mean, it it's coming out when they said it's gonna come out. That's better than we get from a lot of people, and better than yeah. we were getting initially. Uh the maps look fun. They look really good. Um Oasis definitely looks a lot like um standoff from Halo 3, but giant. Which is cool. Mm -hmm. I loved Standoff. Thought it was a great map. Um, Escalation Slayer, like I said, that's one of my favorite types of games. Um, it's competitive, but goofy enough to not be like super sweaty feeling when I play it. Like if I do well, right. I'm having fun. But if I don't do well, it's like ah damn, <laughs> you know. Um, I'll be really curious how that works with a team. But yeah, they're doing a team version of it, which I'm trying to think. I don't know if I recall there ever being a team version of gun game there That's wasn't like a it was always free for all yeah it was always a solo mode yeah. yeah so i'll be curious how that works um and just like how the points and the scoring works with that but either way like that game's fun dude I, i'll right. i would play that for hours back in the day so i'm i'm super down to play that um the bandit rifle i'm I'm interested to try it. I'm worried it's going to feel like the commando too much. And it's just going to be like, it's a boring old gun that shoots bullets, which right. like, I guess that's fine. But like, this is halo, you know, we could have anything. <laughs> we right. can have all yeah, kinds yeah. of crazy alien stuff. It's not like it's call of duty where it has to be a, a somewhat regular gun. I'd say somewhat regular. Cause that's definitely not the exact vibe you get in that game anymore. Um, but mm -hmm. like it could be a laser, it could be anything. So if it's just kind of generic feeling like the commando, I'm, I think that's going to be a bummer. Um, but we don't know until we try it. So, right. Exactly. That's just yeah. kind of my, uh, my worry for it, if that makes sense. But I mean, 
I don't think any of this is bad. This all looks good. This all seems yeah. promising. Exactly. And I think the most promising thing they have said when the season is ending. We have an end date for the season. It is June 20th. It is not six months. It is not 10 months. <laughs> it is three. Yeah. We have a beginning and an end for this thing. Here's this group of content. I don't want to speak too quickly. I don't want to speak too quickly. Spencer, I think they figured out the content pipeline. Yeah, I think they're finally getting their feet with it, right? Like, yeah. this was something that was completely different for Halo. Um, in the past, most of the maps and stuff have been purchased DLC, like it used to be with everything. Like, Call of Duty always did that. Battlefield did that. Gears of War did that, you know. For a long time, that was their version of expansions. It was, right. you buy a map pack, you get four or five maps, and you can play the new maps. Um, where now, with games, obviously that's not how it works. These content updates are typically free with like a premium battle pass that you can pay for, but you don't have to. Uh, right. And then they have the, the store where you spend money, which I, I still think they're finding their footing with that, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I have not looked at that store in a long time. Um, I, I but... will say uh, they did also say that skins are going to be slightly cheaper in this new content update. So for this new season, the new set of skins, because they're also putting out the uh, the esports skins for the year. Okay. Uh, with this content update, they said they're going to be slightly cheaper than good. they were before. So yeah. that's good. And I, I think... don't know what the new I don't know what the new price is, but slightly cheaper sounds good to me. Yeah, I think everything in that storefront could be um significantly cheaper um yeah that's kind of my where my bigger thing was now that they've started to figure out the content pipeline i hope that's where they look next of no people should not be paying 15 dollars for cat years yeah that's a dollar that's maybe five dollars um yeah so if we can keep this content pipeline rolling and they're getting their feeding their footing with that. I think next up is getting their footing with the storefront. And I mean, those are really the two biggest complaints people have. Right. So, you know, you fix the two things people are complaining about. You're probably on a pretty good path. And especially because you have, I feel like they've got a little bit of wiggle room to figure this stuff out because it's halo. If this right. had been a brand new IP that came out and everything went the exact same way, this this game would already be shut down. <laughs> you yeah, know, so, probably I, so. I, I'm kind of glad that they have that, though, because I, I mean, I love Halo. Like, I love the franchise. It's one of my favorite games ever. So seeing them figure out how to keep up with the world around them um, is good. I'm glad that they're doing that because that's that's why all this happened, right? Like they kind of got thrust into the world of free to play games and Mm -hmm. it was just new to the studio. They were figuring it out and it's just unfortunate. It's taken them this long. Um, but I'm glad that they had the name recognition to be able to do it. Yeah. They were able to survive that very awkward transition. And now that they've, it seems like, anyway, if we're getting a new season every three months, which is what it seems like, um, that's pretty well in line with, like, the apexes of the world. 
mm-hmm. uh, and most other live service games. Uh, obviously, Fortnite's a different beast because it's the big money machine, right? It has fucking new content every day. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in comparison to most of the normal people in the genre, um, you know, a season that runs like two to three months is pretty average. It's pretty normal. Yeah. Um, as long as they can keep that going, I feel like in a year's time, we'll be saying, oh, yeah, Halo Infinite's in a good place. Sick. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I'm very hopeful of that because I still think the base gameplay is incredibly fun. Here's where I would like to see the next change. This is just me. This story that they're trying to dole out through the multiplayer sucks. Oh, There's I don't know anything about it. it. I've paid zero it's, attention. Exactly. That's the problem. It has literally been, here's a cutscene when the season starts, which again... The cutscene for Lone Wolves was six months ago, so I don't even remember what was in it. Right. Um, <laughs> six months ago. Who cares? Uh, yeah, I have no fucking clue what was in the 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 first se- the second season and first season's cutscenes. Yeah. Um, and all the rest of it has just been lore dumps on the website. It's just text stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, no, you can, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you can integrate story into your multiplayer. That's fine. But, like, at least pretend to give a fuck. Yeah, like, at least, like, put it in the game. <laughs> right. Put, put some effort into it. Um, obviously, they had bigger priorities to fix, right? Um, so I totally understand that this, like, idea they had for integrating some plot into the multiplayer kind of fell by the wayside. Um, if we could get that to a acceptable state next, uh, that would be my preference. Uh, I get that people, like, get grumpy about the store, but, like, I don't know. I'm just not a person that gets grumpy about microtransactions anymore. Like, it's, okay, cool. This is how free-to-play games sustain themselves. Whatever, right? Yeah. Like, and like I don't buy most of the shit anyway, so it doesn't affect me. Yeah, and I guess I feel like uh, the bigger thing with the store is more just, like, the prices are just gross feeling. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the biggest complaint people have, and... You know, I'm sure there's there's businessy people in the businessy world that are looking at it and going, well, we have to fine tune every cent, blah, blah, blah. When everybody else is going, just make it five dollars cheaper, dumbass, and you'll yeah. be fine, um, which that would just be too simple. So we can't do that. Um, but no. that's the biggest thing with that store for me. Right. It's, it's just too expensive. But I don't care that it's there. I get it. Like they have to make money. Mm-hmm. it just yeah it just yeah the prices are just gross um but yeah and the story thing what it reminds me of and you i don't think you got into the original destiny correct me if i'm wrong you were in two I, right i played original destiny after it was content complete i just okay. played through all the like stories but i didn't go like week to week with it no. so much of that lore required grimoire cards Yep. Do you remember all this? And you would yep. like unlock it in the game by finding it. And then you could go on the website and read it. Uh, I played th- literal thousands of hours of destiny. Right. I did not go on the website and read one of those damn cards. Nope. I'm not doing that. Put it in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want me to care about it, put it in the video game. Yeah. If, if, if you don't want me to care about it, then don't worry about making these story cutscenes each season. That's fine. Yeah. If you just want it to be like, here's the new video game stuff, that's chill. I don't care, right? Yeah. 
it's this weird middle thing of like, if you want me to give a shit about this story, put effort into it. Right. If you don't want me to give a shit about this story, then discard it. That's fine. Yeah. Just say, hey, the story thing didn't work out. Sorry, dudes are bad. Yeah. We're focusing on young master chief. Like, that's fine. If that's what you want to do, that's chill. But like, if you want me to care about this story, put some effort into it. Yeah. Right? And like, for all I know, they are putting a lot of effort into it by writing it on a website. Right. But I'm not going to go find out. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It, that's wasted effort. I'm playing a video game. <laughs> right. That's wasted effort from a team that like the team around three, four, three, all the halo books and lore and novels and all that shit. Yeah. It's all very cool. Put it in the video game. This has yeah. been a complaint for three, four, three for years. You guys make a ton of fucking cool lore for halo. Put it in the video game. Yeah, like, or at least, like, make it something interesting. I don't want to go read an article about it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, the books are one thing. I, like, if you're going to sit down and read a novel, that's one thing. But to be mm -hmm. like, go read the blog post about this week's lore dump, it's like, no. no I don't want to do that. I don't want that. Absolutely not. That's dumb. Um, yeah, exactly. So there's still stuff to work on for Halo Infinite, but I definitely, between the mid-season update and this update, they hit their dates. Mm -hmm. The content looks good. Mm -hmm. We have new maps. We have new gear. Uh, we have a new battle pass. We have stuff going on, and it's all positive. Right. So the game's headed in the right direction, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, I, I mean... I feel like this is the direction that they have to go um, to not only rely on the name of the game to keep them afloat, right? Right. Because um, exactly. eventually that will run out. You know, mm -hmm. if they are just going, look, man, we have the license to Halo. Just kind of dump something out there and we'll make some money on it. That's not going to last forever. Um, exactly. But that's doesn't seem like that's what's happening. It feels like they looked at everything, listened to what people were saying, and probably looked at other video games that are of this same uh, free-to-play model and went, yeah, we should uh, we should do exactly the opposite of what we've been doing. <laughs> yeah. Because no, literally I, everyone else is doing the opposite of what we're doing, and they are killing it. Right. I think that company took a long, honest look at itself changed up its leadership team and went, okay, this was a mess. Let's fix the mess. Yep. And I think they're fixing the mess. I think so too. Yeah. I, I, all the stuff that has been coming out of the three, four, three camp over the last couple of months has been like, okay, yeah, we're getting there. Sure. I'm with you. Let's, yep. you know, I haven't played halo infinite in like, a, I finished up all the battle passes that I wanted to finish up. Mm -hmm. So I just, I haven't had a reason to come back aside from forge. Yeah. I haven't even gotten to talk about forge. We haven't even gotten to play that yet. So, uh, I'm super excited to, to try out forge stuff. I'm super excited for season three. I think the game's headed in the right direction. Yeah. And, and like kind of, I was saying, I feel like forge was and like custom games is, is what kept halo three, at the forefront for as long as it was right. Like don't yeah. get me wrong. Halo three was fantastic multiplayer game. Probably, probably my favorite in, in the franchise, um, which I do not think is a, uh, an unpopular opinion with Halo fans. Right. Um, right. Right. But dude, custom games that I could just goof around in were so much fun 
back in that day, right? And there were millions mm. upon millions of them. Um, and now we're kind of getting that again in Halo Infinite. And there's even going to be a, you know, a quote-unquote official Forge playlist, which is a curated list, it sounds like, of some of the best Forge maps and game and game modes. Um, yeah. That is just part of matchmaking. Yep. That sounds great. Yep. That sounds awesome. I super want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, everything about what they're doing seems like big thumbs up. I'm into it. Um, keep doing this every three months for a year, and I think people will be saying, "Oh yeah, Halo Infinite's good now." Yeah, I think so too. You know? and yeah, you know it, it. It sounds like um, the premium battle pass still the same ten bucks, which isn't that bad. Hell yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty good. And it even mentioned some stuff about some like instant unlocks of it, of various mm-hmm. stuff in it, and it's a still hundred level battle pass. That's a lot of levels to work through. Yeah, it is. Um, and they're tuning the match XP more too, which was a huge issue when the game came out, and it seems like that's finally a system that they're fixing and like really, and they fixed it, and now they're to the point of like fine tuning and just like little tweaks. Um, right. That, that's what people wanted. So, you know, it's yep. it's kind of hard to be like, 343 ain't doing it. You know, they're, they're, on, they're on the path that people have asked for. And now we just have to get the new stuff, try it, and hope that they're delivering. They've hit the date. I just hope they deliver on it, right? Right, exactly. And we will find out here on from our live recording, we will find out in like a couple hours, yeah. right? Like, we will we will know by the end of the night tonight, uh, you know how people are starting to feel about the new content. So I'm super excited uh, to hop back into Halo Infinite because, like I said, I haven't played in a little bit since I finished all my battle passes. So um, I have not excited played to it hop back in in like months. I don't whatever the last time we probably played it together is the last oh, time I played it. Brother, that was like when Lone Wolves dropped. I think. Yep, it has been a long time since I played it. Fuck yeah. I'm excited to get back into some Halo Infinite, man. I, I think the game's good. I still think the base gameplay of that game is super duper fun, and I still hop into it relatively frequently. Uh, as frequently as I play multiplayer shooters, anyway. Sure. Um, all right. So we were going to get into uh, some Sea of Thieves stuff. The Sea of Thieves 5th anniversary is coming up. Uh, the, the content for that starts on March 15th. Uh, did you possibly believe that we were... Still going to be talking about Sea of Thieves five years later, but goddamn, it's still churning along, and that's awesome. I, I not I, even we don't a have time. Bit. Yeah, like if you went back to 2018 us and said, "Hey, by the way, this game is still going to be getting regular content updates five years later," I would not have believed you. No way. I I would yeah. have believed at best we would have some kind of sequel that would have gone the way of like, or we would have had something that goes the way of like the Minecraft world is right now, right? Where we have the base game. That is kind of sandboxy, do whatever you want. And then we would have some offshoots of it that are like uh-huh. some story based game, like or like a dungeon crawler or like just an arena fighting game, you know, whatever it is. There would be more offshoots than anything. But just keeping this one game rolling as long as it has. Yeah, did not expect that at all. Yeah. Uh, and it's getting its fifth anniversary stuff uh, starting next week. And that's awesome. Like. I was going to, we don't have time to sit here and go through all the like quality of life changes. Needless to say, there are a ton of quality of life updates coming to Sea of Thieves 
Um, there's a bunch of cool stuff, cosmetic stuff that's coming for the fifth anniversary. There's like golden cannons and crazy shit. Um, there's all sorts of cool stuff coming for Sea of Thieves. Uh, we don't have time to get into it anymore because we're out of time. We only slot an hour for this show. <laughs> there's too much news. Spencer, yeah. I didn't even get to talk about Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> I know. And I thought for sure you would be like, look, we're going long so I can talk about Forza, whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, honestly, the new expansion uh, that they announced a couple weeks ago, the um, the rally expansion, it looks fine. I'm not, like, losing my mind about it, right? Um, I'm usually more excited for the, like, fantastical expansions and we already had our fantastical expansion with the hot wheels one right right um i'm usually more excited about those so like the rally one is like all right yeah it's neat cool okay you know <laughs> like i there's a bunch of new cars and there will be cool stuff to do and sure. i'm sure it'll be i'm sure it'll be fun right but i'm not like over the moon about it um yeah so that's that's everything that's going on in the world of xbox uh, and the power could not stump us. The power company could not stop us from finishing the show, Spencer. God damn it. Dude, how mad um, would you have been if your power went out again right then? <laughs> <laughs> it's been like, son of a bitch. You're kidding me. <laughs> uh, I would have fought a motherfucker with a motherfucker. I would have picked up some other motherfucker and fought the power company with that motherfucker. I would have been so mad. As you um, should. As I should be. Um, but thank you guys so much for bearing with us through all the technical issues. You can follow us on every social media on planet Earth. If there's a social media that's not Facebook, we're on it. Yep. I love how we have to have the caveat every single month. It's like all of it, except for Facebook, but all of it uh, at Spark Pass. Uh, check out the Discord. If you want to tell us what you thought of Atomic Heart, there's still time. Uh, we're probably going to record the Atomic Heart show uh in a couple of days so there's still time if you want your thoughts on atomic heart red on the show you can also email us sparkpass at gmail.com um you can send me a carrier pigeon and i will look gaze into the sky as your note drops from the air telling me you know like i thought atomic heart was ass or whatever that's cool you can do that um any way you want to get in contact with us uh any way you want to talk about the world of xbox and the world of xbox game pass i am more than happy to listen and I know Spencer is too. Spencer, you got anything you want to hit before we get on out of here? I think it's about it, man. You covered it all. Um, go play cool games. Have fun with them. Go play cool games. There's a bunch of cool games coming to Game Pass. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy your week. Uh, we will see you back here next Tuesday for the Atomic Heart Show. Atomic Heart Review Hour. The game Pass. Game of the Month Club. Atomic Heart. Coming your direction. Spencer, kill the feet. I, I kill the feet. Get it. Get us at Spencer. Get us, get us, get us going. I gotta, I gotta split.